You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. This is called Pirate Radio. We are refuse for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights, we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzford. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast of the GGR Pirate Radio Network. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am the editor-in-chief of our website, that is greatgeekrefuge.com. I am also one of the hosts of this wonderful and beautiful podcast, but I do not do this alone. I have two fantastic co-hosts that join me on every episode, uh, if we can all get together in this wonderful, trying time that we live in, in the post-pandemic pre-pandemic, current pan I don't even know what you call it anymore. It's a pandemic and it sucks. But the highlight of this is I get to talk to my best friends every single uh, every single week when we do this podcast. In co-host number one spot, you know him, you love him. He's got his own podcast. It is called The Overflow. He's also a wonderfully talented musical artist. Uh, check him out on Bandcamp. His name is MC Brooks. Hey, restaurant industry, stop saying fuck you to your vegetarian customers. Signed, me. That's fair. We might have to delve into that a little bit uh, and, talk, and talk about <laughs> yes, that. Yes, yeah, personal. <laughs> yeah, it sounds real personal. <laughs> I also want to introduce the person in co-host seat number two. You know him as well, and you probably love him. He's lovable. He's a nice guy. He is incredibly knowledgeable about all things comic books, movies, TV, those sorts of things. So much so that we dubbed him the professor. But he goes beyond that. He is also a wonderfully talented visual artist as well. You can check out his stuff. He has designed some of our T-shirts on the Great Geek Refuge uh, T-shirt shop that we have. Uh, also, lots of great things on an Etsy page. His name is James Rambo. Get your shots. Wear your mask. Stay inside. That's I it. Like and, and don't go to conventions. Don't go to Please fucking stop. conventions. Yeah. Um, that's actually let's let's start with that. Just a quick uh, bit of. Uh, housekeeping real quick here and then we'll get into the podcast um we talked about it briefly at the end of the last podcast we did um right now with the omicron variant going on uh with all the things that are going on in the world as a 
website, as a podcast, as a group, as much as we want to go to these events, as much as we want to be involved in conventions, we will not be doing it. Not because we don't want to go, because we do. We definitely do. Like, I, there's one that we got invited to. I'm not even going to name their name because I just don't, I don't want to put that out there because they were gracious enough to invite us for free. And that's just incredible. And maybe we'll talk about it later and we'll thank them. But, like, I don't feel comfortable doing it. Additionally, we have um, one of the people on this podcast is immunocompromised. And I don't want to put them at risk for fun. You know, because that's what ultimately this is. And yes, like social gatherings are great and social gatherings are a wonderful thing. Human beings are social animals. We're meant to be around each other. We're meant to share and enjoy, but not now. This is not the time. It's not safe. It's irresponsible because I'm fully vaccinated. I've got my booster, but the fact that I could potentially have it, carry it, spread it without having any symptoms whatsoever is scary as fuck to think that I could possibly get somebody who is immunocompromised who can't have those boosters, those immunizations the same. I could get them sick and they could potentially die. I'm not willing to do that. And like, I understand the mindset that some people carry where they're like, well, you know, you take that risk every single time you drive your car. Yeah, if you drive your car like an asshole. Like I've never been in a major car accident as an adult because I'm careful, because I, I take precautions. It's the same basic principle. And like, yes, you could die at any minute. A light, lightning could strike you. Yes, but the odds are astronom astronomically ridiculous. So as much as I want to be at these events, we as a podcast will not be attending until this pandemic is under control. And I and I understand that there may be some people out there who are upset about that and, are, and may be offended. That's cool. You guys go, enjoy, risk that. That's not something that we're willing to risk. I've said my piece on this. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a terrible yeah, no, idea. Right. It's just a fucking terrible idea. Like it is. The the the. This is not the time to be gathering in large numbers with people you don't know. Yeah. One might even say it's the opposite of that time. Yes. I just. We would have been. We could have been done with this a year ago. Yeah. We could have been done with this six months ago. And it just keeps dragging out. And it'll keep happening. I, I had to, we we had to cancel plans tonight because we just had to be responsible adults. The smart money said that it's not the safest option. And so we did. We 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 had to back out of a thing. And it sucks because we were both really looking forward to it. And that's that. I mean, you know, the benefit is like, I haven't really gotten to spend a lot of time with Katie of late. So we'll be able to hang out and watch some TV and catch up on some movies and shit. But, you know, we, a friend's birthday party was happening tonight and, and they made a very strong point to be like small gathering, limited numbers and Katie is the sole caregiver for her immunocompromised father. It is not safe to just go out and do whatever, even if it's careful, even yeah. if it's it's you know people are, are being mindful. It's just it's just not worth it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And in reality, is nobody wants to be stuck in the house. Like, yes, we're all tired. We're all tired of this. Like, we we would all like to 
go out and be able to go th- do things. We, we had a conversation about this in our group chat last week because both me and Mike have birthdays coming up. Yep. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, we have, it's a milestone for Mike. I'm just 34, which no one's excited about 34. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like it, you know, it, it'd be nice to go out and, and be able to do things. Like I haven't done anything for my birthday in two, in two years at this point. And I usually don't do much, but still like it's, it's always nice to have the option to be able to go do things, to be around your, your friends, your family, you know, whomever. But, you know, ultimately we have to make hard decisions. You know, if we, if we, if we want this thing to be over with, we have to make hard decisions. And, and it, it comes down to like nobody really wanting to sacrifice. Like nobody wants to sacrifice being able to go to their favorite convention or go to their, you know, or, or, or have gatherings with friends or be able to go out and physically sit down in a location or go, you know, go be, go do an activity or go, go to a, a sports arena or a concert. Like no one wants to give those things up, but it's just not smart to do that. And, and the reality is like, you know, we we all want everyone to get vaccinated. If you are, like, as long as you don't have some kind of condition or medical issue where you can't be, you know, we all strongly feel that you should go ahead and get vaccinated. But the reality is, too, we also don't know how the virus is going to affect you until you have it. You know, unfortunately, a cosplayer I follow passed away last month Jesus. and she was vaccinated and she was only 26. And... She passed away from 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 Delta from from the Delta variant, I believe. Um, and I have a friend of mine who you know is is in the South, where you know um, where where they live at. You know their their state reps don't really care about the public very much, and their their entire family is struggling with it. You know, you don't really know how this thing is going to 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 affect you until you have it. So it's best to just be smart and just don't put yourself in those situations. You know, like there 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 are people, you know, Magfest just happened here and there are people who are like, "Oh, well only 59 of 10,000 people got sick. That's like 0.5%. I will take those odds." Yeah, but that's it'd be much better if just nobody got sick. How, yeah. how about how about that? How about how about nobody gets sick, it, especially when you consider some of the some of the information that has come out, like there was someone who was unvaccinated and room hopping um, at the convention, you know, because I mean, that's a popular practice. You know, you you know, you have people who come to these cons. They don't have badges, but they might borrow a friend's badge so they can walk around the floor or be able to go get buy some stuff from the dealer's room real quick. It, it happens all the time. But. You know, you you have examples of that. You have examples of people who knew they were sick before attending Magfest, Fuck me. and still came, and still went. Magfest's own website, you know, their own data says at least seven people were positive coming to the convention. And, and, and the reality is, these numbers could very well be much higher because it's relying on people self-reporting that they in fact caught it. There, there, there's a good chance that there are a number of people who have it and are simply not telling anyone to backfest. Right? Because 
the other thing is MAGFest hasn't even done a good job of putting this information on all of their social their social media channels so that people can even know that there's a form to go look at to report if you ca if you caught it. It's 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 wild. Like, you know, MAGFest is probably my second favorite convention and it, it definitely hurt my heart to not go and be around so many of my friends and and you know fellow musicians that I know were going to be there. The reality is I can't take that risk. And I would also feel really awful if I got it and then I, I gave it to someone else. Would it be, I, be, I, be I can't even imagine. I can't be even it, imagine the guilt that would come with that, you know? Exactly. I, I don't want to care. I don't want to carry that with me. I, I, I couldn't imagine carrying that with me that I'm the person that was responsible for someone else, you know, getting it. And, and and it and it being it, it ended up not having a great result, you know, in the aftermath of it. So just be smart. Don't go to these things, you know, like we got we got lucky last year, you know, with with you know the, the you know things got better enough that several other conventions over the summer were able to take place, which was cool. Which was cool, and, and I definitely felt felt really good and comfortable in those environments. And you know, maybe that can be the case later this year. But right now, with literally every state in the red <laughs> as far as uh, rates uh, uh, cases going up, it's not smart. Just just don't just don't bother. Yeah. You know, go back. You know, it, like I said, no one wants to sacrifice. But ultimately, if we want to be able to do things like go to the movies safely, because We've all, we all have films that we know we want to go be in theaters to go see. The Batman comes out in two months. I, would, I want to be there. <laughs> I want to be there on opening night to see that film. I, Doctor Strange comes out in yeah. four months. I want to go be there to watch that film. I still want to be able to go see Spider-Man. Like, No Way Home. Oh, yeah. Like, I and, and I don't feel safe doing it. Yeah. Like, I, I would, I would, I would love one of my favorite anime is a film coming out in the U.S. next month, and because Japan doesn't really care about the West that much, there is a zero percent chance they will put that on streaming instead of putting it in theaters, even with cases being what they are. So I'm not going to be able to watch that movie for months, even though it comes out in a month here, and I could go to a theater to see it. But that's the that's the sacrifice I'm going to have to make. Like. I'm gonna have to wait a little bit longer to see this movie because it's not coming to streaming anytime soon. And I'm not comfortable to go sit in the theater to go do it. I just like, what's what's crazy to me is like, how, <laughs> how unwilling people are to even try to like have some self-restraint. Zero, there's none. There, there's so many people out there who you find out, like you really find out how selfish your friends and family are in this shit. Because like, well, I'm not gonna let this change my life. You should. Like, I'm, I'm baffled by it. I don't even have words for it. And I fucking talk all the time. Like, I don't have words for how frustrating it is hearing people say, oh, well, you can't let it ruin your life. That's ridiculous because it can ruin my life. Yeah. I could literally die. Oh. And I'm not even worried about me. Or 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 even some of the long uh the long COVID stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, I just saw this girl on TikTok. I and I don't remember the name of the condition, but as a result, like she can't eat because everything tastes like waste. Like her yeah. taste buds have been affected to uh to a point where like she is deathly afraid of eating anything and and she you know she posted that she lost like 40 pounds in like a month because she just wasn't eating because the 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 taste of it was so was so was so gross you know there's been report for there's reports for for you know something that affects all three of us which is ed is something that has popped up in men after having covid and one would, hope that would be like that's gonna be the catalyst like wait <laughs> i can't get my dick harder anymore oh no no because you there, know what happens there, there is... was a story literally <sighs> there's a story literally the other day i shouldn't be laughing at this but it, the, the head the headline of it is what, is what made me chuckle but there's a there's a headline the other day where a guy after having it not only contracted ed but found out that his his stuff shrunk by huh? an inch and a half <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> and it's it's not funny. I'm an anti-vaxxer, not... but at what cost? Like... <laughs> it was... Uh, oh, hold on. I'm all it for was... personal freedoms and everything, but I don't want my dick to be smaller. <laughs> right, like... like <laughs> if there's any reason <laughs> to it's go not... and get the, the shot... Yeah, it's not it's not funny. You're right. You're 100 percent correct. It's not funny, but it kind of is because, like, honestly, I feel like you change the ad structure for for getting vaccinated. You're like, all you got to do is just put the the like 30 second ad. Just show that news article, and just somebody like real seriously like looking into the camera and be like, is that what you want? <laughs> Give that. No, you 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 do. <laughs> No, the ad is, um, it's like a, like a Cialis commercial, only it's for the vaccination. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> people, yeah, people, people at a picnic, down. people at a picnic with like, a, you know, like a bright sunny day. Like, do you like getting boners? Sure. We all do. But you know what stops you get from getting boners? COVID. Get vaccinated. <laughs> Or maybe it won't. Or maybe it will. Who could say? <laughs> are those the dice you want to roll? No, I don't think they are. We all love being an American, but you know what Americans love? Hard dicks. Don't. You know what you're not going to get? Don't blow your shot. <laughs> Chance for a new hard on. God damn it, James Rambo. You're going to make us a million dollars. So, I think the perfect segue here is, is we're hearing these things. We're talking about how we're not going to go to conventions. And you want to know why? Because we ask ourselves the question, if I were to get somebody sick from COVID, even though I'm fully vaccinated, am I the asshole? We're going to talk about am I the asshole. It's one of my favorite things on Reddit that I've uh, recently stumbled upon. Thank you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Brooks. I appreciate uh, you telling me about this. But what we're going to do as we all have picked out a couple of am I the asshole options to discuss if this person is in fact the asshole. So I wanted to kick this off and I wanted to give it to the person who came up with the idea in the first place. So uh, Mr. Brooks, if you want to start us off with uh, with the best am I the asshole question that you have. Yeah, give me one second. I, I got to pull, pull it up. <laughs> After we were what we were just talking about. That's that's pretty funny. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's on purpose. <laughs> All right, Mr. Brooks, kick us off with the first Am I the Asshole? All right. Guys, Am I the Asshole for... And this is, <laughs> this is actually very fitting considering the last conversation. I don't think, I don't think you could have written this any better. Am I the asshole for putting my penis in peanut butter and leaving it in the kitchen? I'm looking for, a, <laughs> I am a college student living with four other guys to my age. It's our second year living together. And last year we had an issue with people eating food that isn't theirs. Now we have a strict label your stuff and only eat things with your name on the policy. My girlfriend and I like to get a bit frisky in the bedroom, and a few nights ago, I dipped my penis in peanut butter and she licked it off. Yes, I understand that it is slightly bizarre, but that's how we roll. The controversy is that since we have a mouse problem, I did not want to leave the peanut butter in my bedroom. So afterwards, I closed it and returned it to my kitchen cupboard. Note that it had... Uh, where's part two? Here it is. Um... Wait, wait, oh. A huge peanut butter dilemma label on it, so it was clear that it belonged to me. One of my roommates tells me yesterday, oh, by the way, I had some of your peanut butter. <laughs> he sees my visibly shocked reaction and asks what's up. So ultimately, I come clean about the whole deal. He's furious and said, why the fuck would you put that back in the kitchen? I remind him of the mouse situation and our policy not to have other people's labeled foods. This is the first time all year that someone has had my labeled food and informed me after the fact. He said it was just some peanut butter for his bread. It's not like he was taking ch full chicken breast from me. My house is split three, two on who was in the wrong and it's spilling over into other aspects of our living situation. We need to get over this pronto. So I'm asking, am I the asshole? And for, ba for background, we have a divvied up cupboard. So it was kept in his spot where all of his, all of his things are. It, it wasn't a communal cupboard. Um, who wants wow. to take, take this? <laughs> wow, that's a lot to unpack. Um, <laughs> this I mean, I have an answer. I, I do too. Yeah. Um, Rambo, why don't you kick us off, bud? Go ahead. Not the asshole. <laughs> Not in the slightest. You you have been. It is it is it is understood that like they have individual cupboards. Yeah. There's individual fucking cupboards for each of them. If you want something, you ask, hey, can I have some peanut butter? Oh no, I put my dick in that. You shouldn't You shouldn't eat that. Oh, okay, <laughs> thanks for letting me know. Turn a, turn a camera and smile. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what this gets down to, is it's a basic fucking courtesy. Yeah. And yeah, no, the, and the fact that the, anybody else in the house is like, well, you shouldn't have done that. No, 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 no. It's not the person who owns the peanut butter's fault that someone stole that shit. Yeah. You don't get to judge exactly. me. You don't get to judge me for how I use the thing that I bought for myself that we all agreed everybody has their own individual stuff. I am 100% <laughs> with Rambo on this. This dude is not the asshole. In fact, his roommate is the asshole because, yeah. like, here's the thing with this as well, okay? Again, you know, no pun intended. Um, I, if this happened to me and I borrowed somebody's peanut butter to put it on my bread, I'm like, oh, yeah, I borrowed your peanut butter. And he was like, I put my dick in it. The first thing I'm going to say is, ah, yeah, okay, cool. And then he's going to be like, no. <laughs> no, seriously. He's going to be like, no, seriously. No, and, I would be, and I would be like, okay. It I mean, like, I understand that some people would probably be really, really grossed out about this. I wouldn't actually care. 
I know I maybe a little, but not really. Because like, do you know how dirty people's hands are? And people well, put their fucking fingers in, in peanut butter all the time. I mean, but you also get into like the the logistics of if you stick something into peanut butter, yeah, it's not coming out clean. Like whatever you suck in there is not coming out clean. Yeah. So the germs that were on the thing yeah. are not necessarily in the peanut butter. Yeah. But also, guess that's on me. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> I just like I keep thinking of that commercial. You put your chocolate in my peanut butter. You put your peanut butter in your chocolate. <laughs> you put your dick in my peanut butter. No, you put your peanut butter on my dick. Like, and that's the other thing too. Now I have other questions. Okay, the logistics of it. Like, does one stick their their dick in the peanut butter, or does one get peanut butter out and then apply it to said dick? Like, what's the proper protocol on this? I'm assuming, because for him, it had to have been just like, dip it in. Like, I would think just from the standpoint of, let me go ahead and let me get a knife and I'll get some peanut butter or maybe a spoon, you know, like. Oh, you mean like, like going forward or like logistically, how do you, is how it, do you yeah. pull that off? Is, he, is it just like, just like raring to go, just like rock hard. And he's just like, uh, un, undoes the, the jar. I mean, and just like, that's the thing. He didn't say, uh, I got a knife and put peanut butter. Oh no on no no no! This dude put his. No no no! He yeah, his junk yeah, he said he yeah. he said he dipped it in there. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent not the S. I found a similar one. I found a similar. Uh, <laughs> Wait, hang on. We never got MC. <laughs> oh no no! no I, I I I solidarity with with okay. you all. Do this, right. not the asshole. You know. Yeah. I I mean I personally would be mortified, but I also would not be eating someone else's stuff <laughs> without yeah, right? without say without asking beforehand you know like even even when i was living with uh living with other people like that was just not a thing that i did like oh, i'll just you know i'll just use it and you know tell tell them about it afterwards like no i'm gonna, gonna straight up ask first simply so like a scenario like this <laughs> doesn't it doesn't ever come up like oh yeah no i you know i i uh i yeah Here's the byproduct of this, though, too, before we move on to the next one. Our friend who stuck said penis into uh, the peanut butter jar is never going to have to worry about anybody touching his food <laughs> ever again. Yeah. For, oh, for 1,000%. Oh, he wins, regardless of how the roommates feel about this. Well, it's fucked up, man. Cool. You're not touching my cool. food anymore, are you? Yeah. Because I hey. might have stuck my dick in it. He, he went to an extreme measure, but it solved the problem of people yep. going into his cupboard. Exactly. <laughs> now you fucking know. Exactly. <laughs> and, and it's good to know in the actual Reddit thread, like nobody thought he was the asshole. Although there are a number of comments that are like, Jesus Christ, man, get a fucking spoon. Yes, there you go. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> practical practical application here, okay? Well, it does seem like... The spatula is the right tool for the job. <laughs> I, I, it also, it, it's very revealing about this guy where he's either like, well... Going forward, that peanut butter is only for my girlfriend, uh, or only for fucking, or I just don't care. Like, maybe my dick was clean, <laughs> and, and we were like, yeah, it's my skin. I don't care. Fuck it. Let's do this. Yeah. Very, very honest. Very, very uh, uh, inadvertent. Really and, I'm 
And I'm assuming that this kid is in his 20s. Uh, yeah, yeah, he two. said, yeah, the OP said he was 20, 20 years old. Okay, yeah, so, like, this makes sense. Like, in the moment, in the heat of passion, girls, like, yeah, take your dick and peanut butter and bring it back. <laughs> you're just like, hell yeah. Like, you don't you don't think about the logistics. You're not like, should I use a spoon? Should I use a knife? Would, like, a butter spreader be better? Ooh, maybe I should yeah. get a plastic spatula. Like, no, you're just like, hell yeah, let's do this shit. Like, you're yep. in the moment, you're then more power to this kid for that. But like, again, as an adult, were this situation to come up, I might be like, hang on, give me a moment. Should I also bring crackers? <laughs> like, how do you want to do this? Like, I just want to make sure that I'm meeting- No, they already have meat, yeah. Mike. Ha <laughs> ha, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, we are consensus. If I had a gavel, I would slam it right down. GGR court approves that this kid is not the asshole. Yes, you're here. Yes. Rambo, give us an am I the asshole? Um, let's see. So this one is so, well, this is this is is very similar to this previous one. Um, only um, more on the offensive. Um, whereas MC's was like, oh, it happened. This was more like, no, fuck you, I'm making this happen. Am I the asshole for switching to regular milk to prove my lactose tolerant and uh, lactose intolerant roommate keeps stealing from me? Um, so the short version is uh, this one dude and, and two other guys all live together. Um, and one of his roommates, who he refers to as R, keeps stealing his food. Um, things that are clearly labeled with his name on it, like, you know, makes a point to say, like, you know, don't touch my shit. Uh, and then when they're inevitably, things are missing, when things are brought up, R is like, I didn't touch anything, I would never take anything, you know, and it's caused a ton of arguments. Um, so, <laughs> all right, so last week my milk was nearly empty again and I got fed up. I went to the liquor store and bought regular dairy milk. I drank what was left of my almond milk and refilled the gallon with the one I bought. This was to catch slash prove R is the one stealing since he's lactose intolerant. Oh, the other thing is, so off, very often when he would find that his food had been taken or it was missing, it would be like their their work schedules don't line up. So it would, he would have gotten home and R would have already left for work. And that's when he would discover, make the discovery. Um, oh, and also R buys a lot of food for himself and is super fucking stingy about it. Will not share with anybody, goes out of his way to point out when something's missing or if it's low. Um, and, and like when he goes, gro goes grocery shopping, comes back and is like, this is not for you. Um, <laughs> the next day, Saturday, we got back from work and R is pissed. He yelled at me that he was stuck in the bathroom for 40 minutes with diarrhea because of my milk. Hmm. He was using it to make a shake. I only responded with, so then you're the one who's been stealing. He freaking exploded. Yeah, he admitted he was, quote unquote, sometimes drinking my milk and eating my food, but he was more mad that I switched milks than the fact that he was caught. I told him I wouldn't have done that if he had just stopped taking my stuff from the fridge or at least told the truth instead of trying to make it seem like I was making it up. My roommate backed me up and thought it was kind of funny. He got payback for stealing from us. It's a little tense right now. My roommate told, roommate told, R, uh, told me R is trying to convince him to kick me out. Uh, little does he know, we're both looking to move up somewhere else together because we are sick of his shit. Uh, I told some buddies what happened, and they, and they think I was an asshole for that. I feel like I'm not in the wrong here. He was taking my food and even and not even owning up to it. I wanted to prove it. Does that make me the asshole? Wow. 
I think this one's a little more complicated. Um, here, I'll, I'll, I'll give my, my ruling on this one first. Um, this one's a little more complicated because it does involve uh, an allergy, but at the same time, too, to quote Letterkenny, you know, you can be lactose intolerant, but honestly, you could just power through that. <laughs> um, I... <laughs> No, the roommate who was stealing is wrong, period. End of sentence. Like that that's no, period. Like that that is how it goes. Like you like we made a t-shirt about it. It has a little picture of Ripley in a lab coat and it says fuck around and find out. Like th this is what happens when you fuck around. Like you you don't do shit like this. This is karma in its purest form. This guy shouldn't have been taking shit in the first place. He did take shit. And now he suffers the consequences. Honestly, if this were me, let's say I'm the asshole who's stealing. So there's my ruling. But like, let's say I'm the asshole who's stealing the milk, right? And then like, I get violent diarrhea and he comes out and he's like, yeah, so you've been stealing my milk. Um, and I've just proved that you've been stealing my milk. There you go. I would be like, well, I guess I deserve that one. And that would be the end of it because ultimately I'm in the wrong. And this is, I see a lot of people do this where even when they're wrong, they lash out at people. Or when they're wrong, they still won't admit that they're wrong. They're never wrong, right? Rambo, I think that you, you shared something um, on uh, recently about like Joe Rogan talking about hamburgers being made of ham. And, <laughs> yeah. and everybody- well, being, the name, ham is yeah. pork, so obviously these are, this is coming from pig. Yeah. And everybody being like, no, it's beef, no, it's beef. He's like, yeah, but the butchers, the butchers calling it hamburger, it's their fault. <laughs> and like, that's, that's exactly what this guy is like. Even when he's wrong, he's still not wrong. And that's a trait that a lot of people share. And it's a really, really bad personality trait. But yeah, no, this is the roommate who was stealing is, is the asshole, plain and simple. Our guy, scot free. He is perfectly fine. He did nothing wrong. He's a beautiful, delightful angel of a person. So. <laughs> MC, yeah. what say you, man? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I, I mean, I, I agree. It's a little, little complicated. I would say, yeah, the person stealing, one thousand percent wrong. I, and the person said he knew that the person had an allergy, right? It was that part that was oh, part yeah, of it. Oh yeah, no, he specifically got regular milk because he knew he was lactose intolerant. Okay, yeah, because that was that was going to be my thing was. Maybe you could have used something other than just regular milk, but hmm. Oh wait, I'm hang say on. Not the asshole. Remind me real quick though. What? Did he label the regular milk as um, something different? Oh no, he yeah, he put regular milk inside an almond milk container. Yeah. Okay. So that is kind of an asshole move, but at the same time, it does prove his point because, like, let's just say, for instance, he was like deathly allergic to uh, milk. He could have died. Yeah, but he wasn't. Yeah, again, he and wasn't. Like, that's like, the thing. This is yeah. this was not a matter of so so. I'm sorry, MC. Yeah, go sorry. ahead, man. Oh no, no, you're fine. Um, yeah, no, I was because that that was kind of my thinking. Like, okay, it is it is kind of like it is like if it's an almond milk container. Like, I mean, I I don't buy almond milk, but the brands I've seen, like, you you can't see what's inside the container from that's like true. from the outside. So that's what like for so for me without knowing how severe the allergy is, I'm like, okay, yeah, well, if you if you put water in there or just like some sort of disgusting milk liquid mixture, you know, whatever, 
you know, point could have been proven without necessarily adhering to like the allergy per se. But also, it's a but but it's also a thing of would the offending would the the person who's in the wrong would they have learned their lesson if it were anything other than regular milk? Exactly. Because 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 based on what's being said, it, it doesn't say, it doesn't sound like they would have learned their lesson if it were some sort of mixture or just any or, or anything else that they'd have been like, Oh, what the fuck do they have in this? And then just like left it in there and, and then just continued on, um, like can continued on the next time they, that, um, the OP brought almond milk home or, or, or whatever. Yeah. So I'm leaning towards not the asshole. Although, if you said that this person was like a little bit of an asshole, I would, I, I may not totally yeah. disagree. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of, I, I want to go back and, and amend my ruling on this because I, I do agree still that the guy who stole in the first place was the asshole. But at the same time too, it reminds me of another story um, of a, a woman had like their kid was, uh, had a peanut allergy, right? And the mother-in-law didn't believe that. They thought they were just being that they Yeah, oh, wait, oh, it gets so much worse. So, like, the mother-in-law didn't believe that that was real. Oh, it's coddled children, yada, 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 yada. Put peanuts in brownies and gave them to the kid, and the kid went into anaphylactic shock and had to go to the hospital. Like, to the point where now the daughter-in-law will not allow the mother-in-law to see the child at all, period you put my kid's life at stake because you decided to play a fucking joke because you were trying to prove some sort of weird ass point. It reminds me a little bit of that. The more and more I think about it, you know, at the same time too, I don't, yeah, like it was a little irresponsible on the OPs part to do what they did. But at the same time too, like you can't let the end justify the means because this is still like, he could have just like, you know how like you can sometimes like poke holes in a in a container so that if somebody goes to pour it, it spills everywhere instead of like actually like pouring out. Sure. I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah. Okay. I, maybe you guys weren't assholes like I was when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> but like you do that, and then somebody tries to pour it, and then it pours all over them, and you're just like, haha, I got you. Quit stealing my shit. Um, again, too. It's it, this one's this one's hard. Jesus. The more and more I think about it, this one's really difficult. He could have killed this asshole. <laughs> no, he couldn't have. No, he couldn't have. Absolutely not. Totally disagree. Okay. This dude, for, first and foremost, do I think it was malicious? Absolutely. Yes. Do I think he is the asshole for doing it? Not in the slightest. Everything that happened, happened because his roommate couldn't follow simple rules. And, and honestly, couldn't respect boundaries. Dickhead. 100%. If he had been like, 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 one... If this were a case of like the, the peanut allergy thing, that no, that's fucking dangerous. Oh yeah, and I think that there's definitely degrees to this. It's not a black and white thing. Like yeah, it's I the same concept, but not the same. Yeah, not the same severe severity. I don't think. Well, put it this way, I don't know of anybody who has a lactose intolerance that is like deadly. I know of people who get very sick or who might spend it like an hour on the toilet. But I've yet to encounter anybody who, like, if they have lactose, will die from it. Even still, more than likely, uh, OP knew enough 
to know that like, okay, this is going to be very unpleasant for him, but that's going to be it. Now, yeah, if this were a matter of the peanut allergy thing, no, not only are you the asshole, you need to be in fucking jail. Um, because that is incredibly dangerous. But even then, you would not have been put in, like, you would be perfectly safe, 100%, if you just hadn't done the thing you weren't supposed to do. Yep. That's, that, that, for me, that's what it comes down to, is, like, if it's, if this was not a matter, like, like, with the, with the, the, the grandmother and the kid, yep. that was her being like, no, here you go, take this, it's perfectly safe. As yeah. opposed to this situation, which was, you know, you're not supposed to have this, so don't take any of it. Okay. And then he has some, and then he gets sick. All of the negative consequences come down to the roommate making a decision he shouldn't have to begin with. So I am 100% like on, on OP's side, like, no, not the asshole. Fuck that dude. Interestingly enough, though, this kind of thing where like if you put something in even in your own food that technically falls under the le like the legal uh, uh definition of poisoning and you can go to jail for that shit yeah yeah so yeah again it's the levels of severity for sure so yeah the, uh the ggr court rules that uh op is not the asshole the roommate's the asshole um yes so now here comes my case. Um, all right. So I've got a couple of them that I'm looking at right now that are that are pretty interesting. Um, I like this one because I feel like this one's really, really, really clear cut. And honestly, it, it, it speaks to something that really pisses me off that people do. Uh, am I the asshole for not replacing delivery driver's shoes? Uh, this just happened a few hours ago, and I'm still seething with anger. I ordered pizza from for, uh, for delivery from a local place, a place my family orders often. I got two pizzas from my family and waited for delivery. 25 minutes later, I went to greet the delivery driver at the door. I have four dogs that are free to poop in the yard, so I have a sign that tells people to keep off the grass. I have the sign so people who aren't my friend's family stay off the grass in general. I don't want people who I don't know on my grass. Especially considering it's been rainy and muddy for the last few weeks, I would never have expected the delivery boy to walk through the grass. Well, he did. Once he got to the door, he began complaining that he stepped in dog poop and that his new shoes were ruined. I looked at his shoes, and he and indeed had dog shit on them. I shrugged and pointed to the sign that said, keep off the grass. I tried to hand him the cash and get the pizzas, but he refused. He told me I needed to pay for the shoes uh, and that they needed to be replaced and that they were around $120. I laughed in his face. Thinking he must be joking, I brushed it off and again tried to get the pizzas. He didn't budge and told me he was taking the pizzas back and he would be back to get the money later. I was angry with what happened, but I made alternative dinner plans and let him leave. He pulled in again and demanded payment for the shoes, and I once again declined. My husband came to the door as well, on my side. I wasn't going to pay because the delivery driver was careless. While I continued to argue with the driver, my husband called the pizza place and put them on speakerphone. He asked to speak to whoever was in charge and was informed that it was the owner on the line. My husband let him know the situation, but to our surprise, he sided with the delivery driver. If you don't pay my son, ah, there it is. There's the caveat. <laughs> if you don't pay my son for his replacement shoes, your address will be blacklisted from our restaurant. The owner clearly was angry as well. My husband ended the call and we decided to just ignore them and not eat there anymore. Edit. I haven't cleaned up the dog poo due to the constant rain and it's extremely cold outside. I have a walkway that's very large and lit up. The sign is lit up as well. 
Like, what the fuck, dude? The driver clearly wasn't going to leave after another hour and a half of arguing. I told him I would call the police if he didn't leave our door. An now hour he's parked and a half. Now he's parked on the street, technically not on our property, and sitting there. It's been another hour. Police can't remove him since he's not on our property, but I'm very uncomfortable. I told my family about the situation. Oh, and my brother-in-law told me I'm acting like a bitch. Am I the asshole? What? Hey. No. No. Judge Lunsford rules. No. Fuck this that Dumbass kid. kid. <laughs> Fuck this kid. Fuck his shoes. Like, what the hell? This is, okay. The reason I chose this one is I can't stand people who act like this. About, about things. About clothing. About, like... I, I was in the army and there was a dude like we were in we were in the middle of doing some stuff and like I was on I can't remember exactly what the situation was but like the dude was like hey will you watch my jacket for me and I was like okay cool I'll watch your jacket for you I then got called away to do other stuff I came back and the jacket was gone he was like you owe me a jacket and I was like the fuck I do he was like well you were responsible for it and I was like I got called away because we're in the middle of doing shit like I can't like what was I supposed to do carry your jacket around with me all day fuck you and he was like, no, you need to buy me a new jacket. And I was like, that's not going to happen. This is the kind of thing I can't stand is when people expect unreasonable things. Like your jacket was lost. I'm sorry. That sucks, dude. But that's not my fault. You can't expect me to continue to carry this around because everybody's going to be like, well, why are you carrying that jacket around? Oh, because so-and-so. No one's going to be like, oh, that's reasonable. No, they'd be like, drop that shit. Come on. We have things to do. It's the same principle. Like, this is this is ridiculous. Like, first off, why the hell are you delivering sh uh, pizzas in one hundred and twenty dollars shoes? It, nobody. Like, you're gonna be walking in and out of a restaurant in a kitchen, most likely, to go get food to deliver, and you're wearing one hundred and twenty dollars shoes. That's not the best move. Man. I don't give a fuck. Get some cheap shoes, man. You shouldn't be like anybody who has worked in a restaurant knows not to get really really nice shoes. Right. Or like shoes that are specifically for work. Right. It, it, like. That's logical. Yeah. No, fuck you this don't kid. Wear, yeah, you don't wear nice clothes. Restaurant yeah. job, period. Exactly. Hey, we're going paintballing. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's wear let's let's wear the nicest clothes we have Especially in, in a, in a restaurant, in a restaurant job, too. Like, you know, if you have to like, if you have to go to the back or behind the counter and you're dealing with food and sauces, like there's always a chance that you'll get something on you at some point. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is dumb. This is stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, what say you, gentlemen? Oh, not the asshole. No, fuck that kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, you, it, it is absolutely insane to. Much like the milk situation, all he had to do was follow the fucking rules. Yep. Like, and like this is not an unreasonable situation. I really appreciate that they they went back and added the edit of like, you know, the walkway is pl there's plenty of space. The sign is lit up. There's no reason that they couldn't see this because then it could be a matter of like, oh, I didn't know, I wasn't aware, I you know, I made this mistake. Um, but yeah, that's just. We live in a society. <laughs> yeah, with yeah, with, with, without without rules, there's chaos. And so you chose not to listen, and these are the consequences. This is clearly a kid who doesn't have to to deal with so many problems. Uh, Dad almost certainly bought those shoes, 
Um, and so, yeah. Here's, yeah, fuck them. Here's the other side of this, too, that I didn't think about, okay? Um, hi, my name is Mike Lunsford, and when I was younger, I used to go outside and do things. Um, I have stepped in dog shit before. You know the cool it thing happens. about this? You know the cool thing about this? Is you can clean your shoes off. Soap and water and a scrub brush. That's all you need. If, like, I, that's the... This speaks to me of somebody, one, of privilege, two, who isn't who isn't willing to take care of the things that they own. This is the kind of person who is like, oh, my computer has a virus, so I'm just going to get a new one. Like, you know, like this person's never had to fix shit for themselves, have they? Like, ha like haven't uh, you guys have all stepped in dog shit at various points and then just like scraped it off your shoe, right? I mean, it's what you got to do. Right, MC, are you are you in the same boat, or are you gonna like just throw those shoes away? No, no, sorry, I I put myself on mute accidentally. <laughs> um, no, yeah, no, I I wash them. I mean, I I own a dog, so like it's there's always I've, I'm always conscious that there's a realistic chance whenever I go into my backyard that you know Cosmo might have chat somewhere and I just don't see it. So yeah, but even the times that I have, yeah, no, you clean that shit off. Um, I actually have I have a sink down here that I use to wash my shoes off. Just in general, if I were to get something on them, so oh, you know, you know, then then that's it. Yeah. Additionally, too, if you want to run the gross factor, like okay, it's gross. You know what you do is you don't wear those shoes for a while and you let the poop dry, and then guess what happens? It just flakes off. You yeah. literally can just beat them against like concrete, and then all the poop comes off. Yeah. Yeah, there are options. Yeah, you have, you have, especially in the era of shoe care we're in now, yeah. where like people who buy shoes are like, you know, are, are, you know, it's like a billion dollar business. Like, no shit, you you'll you'll be fine. You know, like they 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 probably have products to make sure to make your shoes look like poop never got on them. Yeah, this is. And and the other thing too is, unless you're wearing white, unless they're white shoes. Like no one will probably care once them shits are clean again. Yeah. Like the 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 maintenance for them and cleaning them off is probably very minimal. Yeah. You have you have like an old toothbrush and you you scrub it like it. Yeah. No. This this reeks of privilege to me. So like there there therein is your your other aspect to this ruling too is like I'm not gonna be supporting anybody who acts like this shit. So there you go. Court rules in favor of uh, of the homeowner. Fuck this pizza kid and fuck that pizza place. <laughs> so there you go. Um, do we want to do another one of these or do we want to move into the would you rather? Uh, uh, I have one more that's not as clear cut. What? Ooh. Actually, no, it, it, it's pretty clear cut, just not in the way you might think. Okay. Um, yeah, go for it. I, go go for it. Okay. All right. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you the title just yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the post itself. Nice. Um, okay. I genuinely don't know if I fucked up or not, so we'll see. So I, a male, 32, struggled with lack of employment for several months. I finally got a job job opportunity that requires me to work from home, and for that I needed a quiet space, which is hard to find, in a three-room apartment with two kids. My wife has a quote-unquote workout room with all of her workout equipment. I asked her if she'd let me have it so I could turn it into an office for my work, and she said no. No discussion, no compromises, just no. I try to reason with her and explain to her why an office is more needed than an exercise room, but she, but to no avail, no is still no. 
I thought she was being unsupportive and unappreciative of the fact that I'm trying to make us money to provide for the family. I waited for her to leave the apartment and then had all her workout stuff out and turned the room into an office away from the noise and distraction. She came home and lost her shit on me for doing this and yelled that I was being inconsiderate of her struggles with keeping fit and healthy since she has a number of disorders that she can only that she only manages via working out, but I took that away from her. I explained to her that I have a strong that, that I have a stronger cause because I need the room so I can work and again earn us money to keep a roof over our heads. Yet she called me a manipulative and abusive son of a bitch for going behind her back and kicking her out of the room like this. She demanded I put everything back, but I said no, and even told her she was being a child throwing a temper tantrum over silly shit and not giving a shit about my work conditions when she should be accommodating me. She told me to fuck off since this is her apartment too, and I had no right to steal her room. She's sulking to the full screen now and is trying to get me to put everything back, am I the asshole? And the title is, am I the asshole for turning my wife's workout room into an office despite getting a no from her? Oh, man. Mr. Brooks, you want to take this one first? Uh, huh. Or should we maybe confer on this and we should all discuss this before we make a ruling? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. It might need some discussion. Okay, here. so the first thing, he's wrong for doing it the way he did. 100%. I'm not saying the end result. Okay, move, waiting for her to leave and then moving all of that stuff out is a bitch move. Okay, because that's not dealing with the confrontation itself. And it's something that Rambo has said on multiple occasions when we've talked about uh, sitcoms. The solution to most problems in sitcoms is if y'all would have fucking talked to each other, this would have solved itself. That's the same situation here is like they needed to talk this out like reasonable adults instead of this petty bullshit that they were pulling, because ultimately her desire to want to have a workout room because of various things that she's dealing with. Like, like he didn't go into great detail, which is fine. We don't need more detail, but it tells us that this was really, really important to her. But at the same time, having money to support the family, the two of you that living in this place that you live in makes sense too. And I feel like there was a reasonable compromise in here somewhere. And they didn't even try to do that. It was like my way or the highway for both of them. So I think honestly, like, am I the asshole? Yes. Is she the asshole? Yes. You're both assholes is where I'm leaning right now. But it's it's not that clear cut. Um, again, this is just from, from my perspective with this. I feel like there's, this needed a lot more conversation and like they both just went to the extreme. Yep. Yeah, yeah I I read, I see this and I'm like, you know, I, no, uh, go ahead, MC. Um, so, the so because um, I think I'm forgetting the first part. So the wife's stuff was already in the room before. They had a, before, yeah, they had a given room that he, was established as like a like a little gym. And okay. he he said, "Hey, I need an office," and she said, "No." Uh, and then when he when she left, he moved everything out and then moved all of his stuff in. Okay, yeah, then I agree with Mike. He's 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 the asshole. I do think that there is there had to be some sort of middle ground and i and as you mentioned the conflict doesn't really go doesn't really go away because they're they're you know i obviously we don't we're not privy to like the specs of their house and like how much room or space they would have they would have had had for stuff but there's there's always you know the, the only way that they could have found the solution is actually by talking and 
having a hard line stance for either of them was not good. In in the wife's case, you know, if if he needs the office so that he can continue to work and continue to make money to be able to afford the house and the lifestyle that they live, then that's something that like obviously they need to find a way to make it make a decision for that. And you know, in the husband's case, yeah, it's dick it's a dick move to just do it anyway. Yeah. Like that's that's yeah. not how any partnership should you know should just work regardless i mean and, and that's not even just in like romantic romantic ones like platonic business so on and so forth you don't just make a decision <laughs> um particularly not after it's after it's been even briefly discussed yeah right there hasn't yeah. been a consensus reached yeah but, yeah exactly you know like the, the the best solution for them should have been like we need to find a way to resolve this so let's set aside some time you know to talk this over you know to figure out a compromise you know maybe maybe ha you know you can uh because they have all types of um um uh i can't think of the word i'm looking for now but like adjustable desks and whatnot you know oh, so yeah. they're like they could it could be a thing of you know we can make an office area in there in, in there and then like when you're done with work you're able to like you know, uh, put the desk away or shift the desk away or, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. And it can still, you know, the gym equipment can still be in there and, you know, whatever, you know, the, I, I, uh, yeah. So yeah, the, the dude is the, the, the guy's the OP's the asshole. In this yeah. case. Additionally too, the more and more I think about it, the more this guy is the asshole because, um, as Rambo so eloquently put earlier, we live in a society um, we, we live in a world of work from home now, 2020, 2021 and 2022 is a, especially now because he, you've had almost two years where work from home has been a constant thing for everybody. Okay. And I'm speaking for myself here. I went from having to work at a kitchen table to working at like in a closet for a little bit to now like I'm in a in a bedroom. I don't take up the entire bedroom for my workstation. I have a desk with a computer and a monitor and all of the stuff that I need is right here in this little space. If other people needed to use this room for shit, it very easily could be done. I don't like the fact that he moved everything out is a that's a that's a dick move because that's not about having a workspace. That's about proving his point. The more and more I think about this, the more this guy is definitely the asshole because he very easily could have just been like, listen, I, I get it. I don't want to mess with your, your workout room. So I'm just going to put my stuff in here and I'm going to work there. And we'll just like make sure that we have the right times. You know, can you work out from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. and then I'll come in at like 1030 and I'll be able to do my work from there. Like this is showing a one, a, a complete lack of imagination Two, that this isn't about what's more important i have to be right i have to win this is not about like what's best for them as a family this guy had to prove a point and that's what's fucked up about it so reddit's like this this particular subreddit uh, subreddit is very popular it's been around for a while to the point where it's incredibly well organized and if you look at the uh there's a a, a menu bar at the top of it um, and among the choices are asshole archives, where they've just gone through and uh, archived all of the various posts. 
And there are things like updates to previous posts, assholes, not assholes, no asses here. And also, everyone sucks. And this particular post is from Everyone Sucks. Yeah. And I very much agree. Um, is he the asshole for, for, is he an asshole for doing what he did? Absolutely. It was cowardly. It was selfish. It was fucking rude. Is she an asshole for unilaterally saying, no, you cannot have any of that space? Yup, she sure is. What you said last, Mike, in terms of like them reaching an, uh, an arrangement, yeah, that's what should have happened. They should have compromised where neither of them was happy, and they're, but they both get what they need. That That's all they had to do. Yep. That's all they had to do. We're gonna take some of the equipment out. You can have it somewhere else in the house. Uh, I'm not gonna put all of my stuff in here, but I'll put everything I need and we'll split the space. And we'll 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 trade off times. You know that like you can't come work out between these times because that's when I'm working. And when you're working out, I'll leave you alone. That's it. That's all they had to do. But both of them dug in, and he just acted first. Fuck them both. Yeah. And like, it's one of yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, they're both assholes. Like fuck them both. I hope they get divorced. And now, now there's also yeah, there's there's another uh, category. It's um, no a-holes here, and like oh, the first one is just rough. Am I the asshole for not being there for my wife when she had a miscarriage? Oh my god! Ooh, and Jesus. the the choice is like and, I don't and, even and, again, need to read is, it. I don't even need this, to read it. Yes. Well, no, what's that? Well, then okay, then we definitely need to read it because this is definitely qualified under the no assholes here. Oh shit, okay. By the title, it might sound bad, but hear me out. A few, okay. a few months ago, my wife, 29 female, and I, 31 male, found out she was pregnant. Around a month later, we found, found out my mother was terribly ill in the hospital in Morocco. We decided to take the airplane to Morocco while the borders were still open. Five hours before the flight, my wife found out she had a miscarriage. She was rushed to the hospital, but I was now stuck between staying with her and visiting my terribly sick mother. My wife begged me to stay, uh, but I could not since the plane tickets were expensive and there was no guarantee my mother would be alive when she felt better. When I told her, she started sobbing and refused to talk to me. I felt bad the entire flight. When I arrived and, and had picked up my sister, she asked me where my wife was and I told her the truth, but truth which was, uh, I told her the truth, which she started yelling at me, telling me that I'm an asshole. She's a fool for being with someone like me. My brothers think I did the right thing. I've received millions of angry messages from my in-laws. My mother died two days after I arrived. A day after the funeral, I went back home. My wife refuses to talk to me, even though I've tried to apologize and explain that I, lost, I just lost my mother. So, am I the asshole? Oh my God. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a really, really unfortunate situation where he chose one of two bad choices. There's, I mean, can you imagine can you imagine the guilt she would feel if he chose to go with her for the, uh, to to be in the hospital with her for the miscarriage and his fucking mom died? Like, there's no winner here. There's yeah. no like, there's there's yeah. there's no real victim here. Like, I think yeah. that that's important in, in these these kinds of um, situations. Is if you have an asshole. They're the aggressor. They're the they're the antagonist. Um, but you also need to have, in order for there to be an asshole, you need to have a victim. You need to have someone that they've taken advantage of. Yeah. And this is just 
no, there were two really shitty situations. Yeah. And I opted for one of them. Neither of them was good, and neither of them was going to produce a good result. It was either be be with my be with my significant other in their time of need, or be with my mother while she died. Like your mom dies lonely, alone. Like it get real deep and dark for a second here. Um, that's one of I wouldn't say regret. Regret's the wrong word. Um, the year my mom died. Um, it was nasty. We had a lot of snow. Um, normally on my birthday, I went up to Delaware to go see her and like, cause I like being up there, you know, there's cool shit at the beach. Like my favorite pizza place of all time. Grotto's pizza is up there. I love that place. Uh, we, so good. Oh, I fucking love it. So good. Um, but like that's, it wasn't feasible at the time. And I remember having the conversation, mom, the weather sucks here. I don't want to drive up there. She's like, no, you should. And it's like 12 degrees outside, like stay home we were leaving for vacation on the 20th of February uh, to go to Disney World. Um, she said, don't worry about it. When you get back in March, I'll see you then. My mom died February 19th. I left to go up to Delaware because I had to identify her body and do all of the shit that goes with that. Um, and then went on vacation the next day. <laughs> um, there's a certain amount of guilt that I have because I didn't go see her. I didn't see her one more time. Um, I also know that it's not my fault. I can only imagine what this guy's feeling because he went to see his mom. And like, that's the other thing too. I don't, we don't know what the relationship is with his mom. I didn't have a great relationship with my mom. Like we fought all the time, but she's still my mom. So like, that's, oh man, I, honestly, like if I had to choose, if, if one of these people is the asshole, I would lean towards the girlfriend or the significant other. I'm sorry. I don't remember if she was girlfriend or wife, uh, but ultimately, ultimately it doesn't matter because significant other, significant other, significant other, especially if you're going to be having a child together. Yeah. But like, I understand that she's hurt and I understand that she's very upset because this is a very traumatic thing that happened. But at the same time too, there, there no shred of understanding or empathy at all. None. I, I, in her defense, I think that a lot of this, and like when this is posted, I think it was really fresh. Oh, I mean, I'm sure. And God, I hope, honestly, this is going to, yeah, like with this particular story in this situation, I hope that they've been able to work things out. And I hope that they've been able to find some peace. I really hope that she's not still holding this over his head. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But also, I, I understand, yeah, I, I completely get why it's, like, no one's the asshole there, because, like, it's, 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 it's understandable. I mean, I, I would, if, if I had to pick, like, Mike, I would, I would lean towards the, 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 the wife, but, you know, she, she experienced something traumatic as well, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's unfair, it's unfair, first and foremost, um, to just, you know, expect her to be expected to take an L in that situation. Yeah. Cause it's just, like, it just, it's, it's a shitty situation all around. Yeah. And nobody in a shitty situation where no one's really at fault wants to be the, the person that that's like, okay, well, you know, I'll take the L here. I'll, I'll make the sacrifice here. Cause it's like, why should I, if no one's at fault here, especially cause like I said, she experienced something 
something uh, really traumatic and really immediate. And we and we know that like miscarriages can can have a huge detrimental effect on you know a woman's body in the aftermath. Yeah. And you know she could have been freaking out because she just didn't know what like what 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 does that mean? Like, it, it means we're not having a kid, obviously. But what does that mean for my body? What how am I being affected yeah. in the aftermath of it? And yeah. You know, it. You know, obviously, we will never experience anything like that. But I'm sure in this in a scary situation like that, you would want like your partner, your spouse, or whomever to be there as a, a source of comfort because you don't want to have to deal with something like that by yourself. The person you trust the most, yeah. Yeah, and and so like it's a really it's it, it's a shitty situation all around. So like yeah, like on front end hearing it, it's like oh yeah, no, you're definitely the asshole. But, you know, once we got the finer details, it's like, oh, well, you know what? I, I get it. No, no one's the asshole here. It just it just sucks. This is this is the kind of thing that can completely ruin a relationship if not handled properly. And I don't, I don't mean like he chose it the wrong way. What I'm saying is, is like if they don't get therapy, if they don't talk to a professional, if they don't work through this, th- this is this could become a very, very toxic situation. Because sure. she probably at, probably didn't trust him anymore and like questioned everything. Because again, too, also there's all the emotion and all of the like not guilt, but yeah, like a certain amount of like you know whatever it ends up coming with. This there's a lot of baggage that comes with just this situation alone. And like I just I feel for him, man. This is awful. Yeah, this is a really yeah really unpleasant situation. Yeah. Like um. I want to I have one as well that like I know what the answer to this one is and I know how you guys are going to answer too but it's an indication of what's wrong with a lot of um, it's a a generational thing too I'm, I'm starting to notice but also too some people family is the most important thing to them ever period end of sentence and like because of that as a child you get guilted into some really really awful shit Um, Am I the asshole for wanting to move out and telling my mom it's not my job to raise my siblings? Uh, 20-year-old girl here. I'm the oldest of five by 11 years. My youngest siblings are nine, five, three, and a 10-month-old. I do the lion's share of child-rearing for my little siblings and oftentimes feel more like a single mother than my mom, as well as taking care of them. I also cook, clean, and do basically anything that needs doing. Our mom, I love her, but she isn't great. I'm planning to move in with a friend and we're going to get a small flat together. Um, On one hand, I want this so badly. On the other hand, I feel worried sick about my little brothers and sisters and how they will fare without me. My mom, when she found out my plans, also told me I can't move out as she needs me and she won't be able to cope alone and how I'm being selfish and I have responsibilities that are more important. I admit I lost it at that and I've been the only one to ever put my responsibilities first and I told her it's not my job to raise her kids. She now thinks I'm entitled and spoiled and even told me my little siblings, uh, even told my little siblings how I'm going to be leaving them all behind as I'm too interested in myself. Am I the asshole for wanting to move out? <laughs> Not the asshole. No. Yeah, yeah I, no. same. This is this is this is family, this is familial manipulation at its worst. And anybody who's been part of a family that does shit like this knows exactly what I'm talking about. Where you get manipulated into doing whatever the family wants. 
at your own detriment. Like, like to like, it damages you because you have to be the nice one. You have to be the one that gives of yourself. You have to be the one that sacrifices so that everybody else can be happy. And like, it, it's it's damaging as fuck, dude. I like I feel for this girl so bad. I hope she did move out, and I hope that she gets like away from this because like the fact that her mother one said I need you too, then turn tries to turn the other kids against her. Is just yeah. so goddamn evil. Ugh, that's fucking horrible. Ugh, God, this this one just made me mad reading this because like. I mean, again, this is what I had to deal with. My little brother is eight years younger than me. And like my parents got divorced when I was like 14. So he was like six. So that was like some traumatic shit for him. For me, like, you know, it was still traumatic. But like I then had to be the peace broker between my mom and my dad when it came to all things my little brother, all the way until he was in college. And like it got old, man. I was tired of always being the one that had to fix everything. And like, especially too, because I always had to eat crow. I was always the one that like if I like spoke my piece and said what I felt and it hurt somebody else's feelings. I was the bad guy yet. Everybody could take their shit out on me. So it gets old. And I, and I feel for this girl because at some point, when do you get to have a life? When do you get to choose what's best for you? You were not born to be your mother's assistant. And like, especially the age gap with her being 11 years older, like, yeah, that's that's unfair. That's that's really really unfair of your mom to do that. Condoms are cheaper than diapers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and and <it's laughs> I mean that's that. It's, it's it's pretty simple. If you didn't want to have a bunch of kids, you could have stopped fucking, or you could have been more careful about it. Damn. This is not this is not like a, a 15 year old girl who accidentally had one child. This is a grown adult who, yeah, the, the youngest is 10 months old. No, yeah. this woman knows what the fuck she's doing. Yeah. And she just doesn't care. No. Yeah, she doesn't. fuck her. Yeah, agreed. Um, let's do this. We'll go ahead and wrap up this episode. Uh, so thank you all very much for listening to our Am I the Asshole? This is the first installment of the Am I the Asshole uh, segment we might come back to this later we might find some more stuff too um we might have to try to find funny ones to ex- exclusively because man like the, these took a dark turn um yeah. but yeah this was this was fun i like i like i love whenever we do this when we discuss these sorts of things um however none of us were in disagreement with each other which i know the next episode is not going to be the case when we do a little bit of uh, this or that when it comes to food so Make sure you stay tuned for that. But also, too, thank you so much for making 2021 an amazing year for the Great Geek Refuge. We continue to gain subscribers and listeners, so we appreciate you for sharing and telling others uh, to go out there and listen. Um, That's amazing. It it really, truly is. So we appreciate you. We love you. Uh, For all of us here, for myself, for MC Brooks, for James Rambo, uh, stay safe. Get vaxxed if you can. Wear as many masks as you can fit on your face to stay safe. And remember, together, there are no heights that we can't reach. Why do I expect to have the patience that I don't have? Over and over, expecting a different result, yeah.
Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy! <laughs>